from WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station. Welcome. I'm Warren Odestulet, and this is A Baha'i Perspective. Welcome to A Baha'i Perspective. I recorded an interview with Alan James on March 28, 2016. I met Alan at a Baha'i songwriters workshop held at the Desert Rose Baha'i Institute in Arizona in December 2015. When I heard Alan's voice and music, I knew I had to feature him on A Baha'i Perspective. I did something different this time when featuring a musician. Rather than playing back recorded material, Alan preferred that we did the whole interview live, including his song playing. Although the sound quality is not as good as a recorded piece of music, the dynamics of the interaction between me and the musician was very different, and I liked the way it happened. There are a number of musical pieces that we feature on the interview in this way. I started the interview by asking Alan where he grew up, and what was it like growing up there. In Michigan, mostly... Uh, the formative years of my childhood, I guess you'd call it, on my granddad's farm near Clio. And what was it like growing up there? Great. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a farm boy? I was more or less a farm boy. We spent far more time, my brother and sister and me, spent far more time running around out in the woods than we did playing sports and things like that with the earth has has been an ongoing thing in my life i'm really glad it happened that way how long did you grow up on your grandfather's farm that was from when i was going on five to 11 then we moved into town uh and what part of michigan was this clio is a little north of flint and we moved to Owasso, which is about 30 miles west from there, and uh, Pontiac. I went to high school in Pontiac. I worked here between high school and college. During that year, home went away, and then I went back to Michigan to go to college. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, it was kind of a flip-flop of the way you usually think it. My family moved to Richmond, Virginia. I was already registered at Oakland University, and that's where I went to school. What was religious life like growing up? That was interesting. In Baha'i terms, we were relatively isolated believers. It was like living in a, with a foot in two different worlds. The Baha'i teachings at home and then in this Judeo-Christian cultural context we live in. Mm. I thought that over time I realized that that was really valuable. And how was it that your family became Baha'i? Um, my mother became Baha'i in 1935, before we were born. She was in a church group that was uh, chaired or led by my father. 
not as a minister, just a, you know, a group within the church, a youth group. And he, for one reason or another, brought in a Baha'i speaker. It caught Mom's attention, and she pursued it. And that led to her becoming a Baha'i, like I said, in 1935, after about a year of exposure to it. Now, one of the basic Baha'i teachings is the independent investigation of truth and that we're not to follow the traditions of our parents or our grandparents in seeking spiritual truth. When did the Baha'i faith become yours, uh, so to speak, growing up as a Baha'i? When I was 15. Mm -hmm. Up until then, it was just the context. You know, that's what we were. And, and I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it in actuality. It was just there. And then when I was 15, I had the experience that's called seeing the light. And uh, that was that. To this day, I look for people who have had that experience because there's a thing we can talk about on, <laughs> that people who haven't had it don't understand. So it's it not rational. It's, it runs really deep. You know? And that was the turn-on. Now, the nice thing about that is, is that means nobody talked me into this. So I really don't feel much use in trying to talk other people into it either. Tell them about it. Heck yes. So you said you went on to college? Yeah. And what did you study in college? Chemistry, physics, and math until I diverged into music. Did you have an interest in music before you went to college? Actually, yeah. Yeah, I showed signs of real talent early on. And it was not paid any attention to at all. It's kind of joking, but kind of serious. In, in the Midwestern farm cultural environment, the arts are not respectable professions. <laughs> They're okay as hobbies, <laughs> but, but they're not respectable professions. You don't urge your kids to go do that. I mean, I figured out how to read music on my own when I was about seven or eight, some things like that, and it just went right, right by. It wasn't until I was in college, away from home, and uh, one of my friends is a girl who is already singing folk music. And she loaned me a guitar, and it was pretty much all over from there. When you had learned music when you were seven or eight, was that via the piano? or? My grandmother would play Stephen Foster songs and all that kind of stuff. And she had this big red book. I think it was a Scribner music book. And after she'd get done playing... I'd go over to the piano and think out the melodies and look in the book to see how they wrote it down. And I figured it out. 
So you picked up the guitar and you became a musician. Did you immediately become a, a songwriter? No. I picked up and put that, down the guitar for probably most of a year, at least a half a year. Put it down out of frustration. And then one day I picked it up and it clicked and I knew what I was doing. So then I got serious about learning folk songs and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I dropped out of college and got out on the road that I actually started writing. And when did you start performing? In that same time frame. I dropped out of college the fall of 62 and hitchhiked around the country for two years singing in coffee houses and bars and stuff. Only it took months. My 22nd birthday present was finding out people liked my voice. And that it wasn't just about the songs. Do you remember your first song that you wrote? It, yes. It was the Talking Collegiate Folk Singer Blues. <laughs> Do you still play it today? Yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a keeper. <laughs> I, I was not going to do the, that whole thing right now, but it starts out, if you, it's actually based on an older talking guitar blues. It starts out with, with the old lines. If you want to get in trouble, let me tell you how to do it. Just get yourself a guitar and you're into it. <laughs> I got one back in my college days. I thought I'd get in on the folk music craze and be cool and way out. And that's exactly what happened. You said you were on the road for two years? Yeah. And then It actually turned out to be two years to the day from the time I left Michigan to when I arrived in San Francisco to go back to school at San Francisco State. What did you study at San Francisco State? Then I shifted to basically an English major, mm -hmm. a pretty general, more, and tried to take some music courses mm -hmm. and dropped out of those. <laughs> dropped out of the music courses or the English courses? The music courses. I wanted to learn theory and stuff like that, and the prof said, well, you have to work on the piano. I said, I don't know how to play the piano. I want to work on the guitar. And he said, sorry, you got to do it on the piano. And uh, I ended up dropping the class. Don't you love uh, it when, when professors are flexible? Music instruction in general, to me, is a lot like that. And if, you, if I told you that you had to learn how to read and write to know how to talk, you'd know I was lying to you. Yet that's exactly the way music is generally presented. It is backwards. No. Yeah. Start doing it. Once you know how to do it, basically, then there's reason to know how to talk about it. I mean, I just recently yeah. saw an interview uh, with Jimi Hendrix, and he said, I, I, I don't know how to read music. I know how. Yeah. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it it substantiates your claim that you don't have to learn how to script music with notes in order to be a good musician. Oh no. Yeah. No. If you can do that too, you're a better one. 
I'm not saying there's something wrong about being able to do that part. But even with most of the best people I know that play, they don't ask for a musical score. They ask for a chart of the chord progression, which is a very simple little thing. And that's enough. You give them their chart, wind them up, and watch them go. (laughs) When did you produce your first album? In the 90s. What was the title of the album? Pass It On. Is there a signature song that was on the CD that you would like to share with us from it? I can probably just do it like this. Once upon a time during when I was out on the road, I got a ride with an old house painter. And the way that ride went and what I got from it is the whole story of the song. And I don't know his name, but God bless him. (laughs) And what's the name of the song? Pass it on. Pass it on, all right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pass it on. Once I met an old man When I was young and free We shared a stretch of highway In an old man's history Till our ways came to a parting And I thanked him for the ride And he tried to give me money When I still had my pride And I tried to tell him no I said our time is at an end I don't want to owe a man I'll never meet again And he said, it's what I have to give you Take it and be gone You can say we're even The day that you pass it on Pass it on Pass it on, hey, pass it on Someone else who needs a helping hand will come along So take what I can give you And remember when I'm gone When your brother needs some keeping Pass it on, hey, pass it on So then I had his money, kind of lost my pride, met a man I wished I was, and felt just like a child, stood and watched him out of sight, and laughed until I cried, cause he knew what he'd done to me, he knew I'd have to try to pass it on, pass it on, he pass it on. Someone else needs help and will come along. Stick what I can give you and remember when I'm gone. When your brother needs some keeping, pass it on, hey, pass it on.
Now a hundred times the money Part a thousand helping hands Have all gone into paying What I owe to that old man Well he said we'd come out even But I guess that he told me wrong I'm paying on it yet Even owing for this song Pass it on Pass it on, hey, pass it on Now someone else who needs a helping hand will come along So take what I can give you and remember when I'm gone When your brother needs some keeping Pass it on, hey, pass it on You take what I can give you And remember when I'm gone When your sister needs some keeping Pass it on, hey, pass it on When your brother needs some keeping Pass it on, hey, pass it on It took 13 years to write that song from the time it happened. But it's actually a pretty straightforward account of what happened. Was that when you were on the road for two years? Yeah. Boy, he drove that one home. When did you produce your next album? 2007 or eight. My musical career has been more like a careen. It's been in and out. There's, I've done lots of other things to support my musical habit. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so right. the actor, for all of the time that I've spent on the music playing and all that stuff, it's still a very drawn-out process interrupted by making a living, having kids, all the usual stuff in life. All the material for making music. <laughs> As a matter of fact, in my 30s, I was really trying to make my money playing. And we lived in Atlanta then. You don't write music when you play it. You're on output, not input. The songs come out of the rest of your life. So it actually served me really well to just go ahead and have a daytime job. Money's taken care of. And it gave me more time to write and more experiences to write out of. Do you have another song you'd like to share with us? What kind of thing would you like? What's the name of the album that came out in, what did you say, 2007? Oh, that was called Live. Mm -hmm. James and Douglas Live had a wonderful guitar playing friend of mine do that album. We actually did live performances that we recorded and kept the best cuts. Is there a song off that album you'd like to share? Sure. Several, or they wouldn't be on the album. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
But I got no answer I tried again Well, I should have known Let that phone ring on forever Hoping maybe you'd get home Finally hung up feeling foolish I guess lovers often do About those crazy things we do for love Like I do from loving you Yes, I'm just another fool in love Acting crazy like they do Yes, I'm just another fool in love Being crazy over you Last night I heard an old coyote Was out there talking with the moon And they were laughing over lovers Trading dimes when they were two And I didn't feel so lonely I went out and I howled some too Telling all the God's creation Why I'm so in love with you Yes, I'm just another fool in love Acting crazy like they do Yes, I'm just another fool in love Being crazy over you I'm just another fool in love Acting crazy like they do Yes, I'm just another fool in love Being crazy over you Over you Over you Thank you. 
if somebody wanted to find your music on the web, how could they do that? My website. Okay, and how do they find your website? It's CosmicCountry.com. CosmicCountry.com. But there's only one C in the middle. The two words are run together. So, so it's C-O-S-M-I-C-O-U-N-T-R-Y. If you put two C's in the middle, you'll end up in a Japanese website. <laughs> I'll post the link when, when I post the interview so people yeah. can get a direct hit to your website without going to the Japanese website. Yeah. And my jewelry is on there, too. Ah, So tell me about your jewelry making. I started that in the early 1980s. Did that pretty much full-time for 10 or 12 years. And my specialty was miniature sculptural pieces. Little dolphins, mermaids, whales, dragons, other critters. I would do the original wax work, and then it's lost wax casting process. So I have a whole collection of designs from back then that I did, that I'm doing again now. I put it aside for quite a while, but decided I better get back to it. At the end of that time, I developed a line that's beadwork woven into silver frames. So pendants, earrings, bracelets, things like that, where the, the silver work is cut out and beadwork is loomed right in place in the piece. And people get to see them on the on the website. Yeah, that's on my website, too. Would you mind playing the song Create in Me a Pure Heart and tell me where the words to that song come from? Sure. Actually, that was, that's an unusual song for me because what normally happens when I'm writing which is really a mysterious process, is that I hear the words and the music of the song all together. It's like the cadence and flow of the words just tell you what the music is. But then every so often, I'll get a musical idea that's just instrumental. And that's what happened with creating me a pure heart, is... I got this nice instrumental idea and was playing it and thinking, well, I wonder what the words are to this. And then one day I was reading the prayer, creating me a pure heart. And it was like, oh my, <laughs> these are the words to that instrumental. And that's how it happened. So this is a Baha'i prayer. Set to music. Set to music. Yeah. All right. And renew a tranquil conscience within me, oh my hope. Through the spirit of power, confirm thou me in thy cause, oh my best beloved. By the light of thy glory, 
Reveal unto me thy path, O thou the gold of my desire. And through the power of thy transcendent might, lift me up unto the heaven of thy holiness, O source of my being. Thank you for that, Alan. Is that recorded anywhere or not? I'm working on the, the, the CD that's going to be the spiritually oriented songs, a few of which are directly from the Baha'i writings or based on the writings. And then others, there's only one God, there's only one religion. So drawing from the Christian heritage, things like that, is important to me too. It's like that context is what's important, not the label on it. Uh, you want to hear one of those? I do, I do. I actually, is Bless Our Children one of them? That's the one I was thinking about. Well, we're on the, we're on the same wavelength here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And this is in reality... It's based on the Lord's Prayer and uh, includes some of the Baha'i teachings about the oneness of mankind, but that's part of that context too, so that's how it goes. Our children in all that they choose, 
Give them the wisdom we never did use And grant them forgiveness They'll be the ones who must undo the damage They'll know we have done And God bless the maimed, the halt and the lame With courage and hope where it looks like there's none And God bless all lovers with finding each other And Lord, bless our children with thy kingdom come Bless your children and help us to find Red, black, white, and yellow, a oneness of kind And Lord, bless your children, rich, poor, old, and young Who have died in the bringing of thy kingdom come And God bless the losers, the junkies and boozers Give their hearts rest from the pain drugs don't know. And God bless all lovers with finding each other. And Lord, bless our children with thy kingdom come. our children with the vision to see the earth as one nation men one family and give them the faith to let thy will be done oh lord bless our children with thy kingdom come god bless our youth with some more of the truth than we ever could teach in the ways we have done. And God bless all lovers with finding each other. And Lord, bless our children with thy kingdom come. God bless all lovers with finding each other. And Lord, Bless our children with the kingdom come. Oh Lord, bless our children with the kingdom come. Songs are gifts. Saying I wrote them doesn't say how it happened. <laughs> It's a convenience, but, you know, in uh, the Latin word, genius, you know where they got it? No. From the Persians, huh. the genie. It's the Latinized version of the genie, that theme. 
And it was well understood in both cultures that the genie or your genius was not you. It's a spirit you're in touch with. And that's my experience of how songs happen. I hear them. And if I'm listening, <laughs> it's, it's not me talking. <laughs> <laughs> But there's not just one genie or genius. There's a bunch of them out there or in here. I'm not sure which way we should say that part. And they come and tell you things. And if you don't listen, they'll take, they'll go on and tell somebody else instead and you'll forget it. They're like that. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I hear voices. <laughs> In a good way. And, well, if I let out the raw product as it was happening and said it out loud, they'd put me away for the same thing. So I write it down and rewrite and organize it and get it into socially acceptable form. Then you sing it to people. And they think it's... <laughs> The the line between art and insanity is very slim. I met you at a Baha'i Songwriters Conference that yeah. was held in uh, the Desert Rose Baha'i Institute in Arizona last December. And you had shared a song with that group that I didn't get to hear totally, but it had really moved people. A great deal, and I guess it was a song you had just recently revealed. Do you remember what song that was? I think it could be one of two things. One of them was about dealing with an abused woman. I think that's the one. Wow, boy, you're asking for something intense. Well, that's what this program's supposed to be. This actually doesn't even have a title yet, except that I will sometimes identify it by the woman's name. But we'll leave that private for now. So this is a story that you've heard. This is a story I lived. She loved him and she trusted him to keep her safe from harm. But there wasn't room for daughters in her daddy's twisted heart. All he wanted was a woman and he made her play the part. Lord bless your battered children with ways they can survive That won't come back to haunt them When they seek a better life 
She hid her loving soul beneath the anger, fear, and pain. Now her heart can't open, or it all comes back again. Oh, Lord, I met the beauty that young girl grew up to be. Love locked in her heart by fear so plain and hard to see. And I loved her like a friend until she opened it to me. Held me in her loving arms where I still longed to be. But an open heart can't show you just the things you want to see. At home alone, the tangle of that young girl's memory came flashing back, made her sick somewhere near insane. Now she's afraid to see or even think of me again. Lord, I know you commanded me to love my fellow man. With kindness and forgiveness, I do the best I can. But her dad had better turn to you for mercy on his soul. Cause all I'd do is roast him, and I'd do it mean and slow. what to do and the young girl in that singing soul I love just like a breeze who closed her heart in sorrow gave up on our dreams Lord I see the tangle from the outside looking in I can see where knots are she can't see from within And there's nothing I want more Than just to see her flying free Even if it's all the way Never back to me Your love is in this story, Lord And I do not believe it ends here with her heart in fear, my poor heart so grieved. I know she turns to you, Lord, can you give her eyes to see? A way to trust in you enough, to trust a man like me. Thank you. 
Lord, thank him for the gift of your love that has no end. Now I need the courage or the hope to try again. Oh, Lord, of mercy, help us both to be our dreams come true. And maybe walk together on our journey back to you. Walk always together on our journey home to you. Thank you, Alan, very much for that. I think it's really important to remember those that have suffered so in their childhood. I had a, actually a pretty happy childhood overall compared to my, just my life experience with other people and talking with them about theirs, seeing what my friends interact with their parents and things like that. And it still marked me. And I can empathize with, but there's a point where I probably don't really know just how terrible it is for kids to be abused. That they survive is just amazing. Can't really say enough about that. It doesn't fit into words. It just doesn't. I really do appreciate you sharing that piece, as difficult as it may have been for you to... Because I could feel the emotion in your voice. It broke my heart. But the only way a heart can break is open. Now, there's probably better ways to get the poor thing open. But that's... The only way it can break is to open out. That one, the spiritual meaning of adversity is right there. So I think we may have time for one more. It's yeah, there is. There's actually about half a dozen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to squeeze in as many as I can. <laughs> but this one, this one's especially, this one is a co-write. A lady named Randy Phillips wrote it first. And she wrote it about your inner experience, about her inner experience. So she gets credit for a lot of the key images in this song. Randy thought of them before I did. But if I'd have thought of them first, I'd have done them for sure. <laughs> and I asked her, well, Randy, can I rewrite this? And she said, sure, go ahead. Because I heard something about between people instead of just about that inner experience that we all have. Mm -hmm. 
been looking at reflections in the mirror of my time at the people of the places the years I've left behind there's some that left me not so young sometimes not so old like a dance of changing partners come who will and come what may crossing paths we come together then we go our separate ways it's mine the music and the steps will you dance with me in the footsteps of creation and the dancing of the dream So what's to be our melody? Whose hand writes the theme? And who will set the step? What's to be the harmony? And who's the voice that echoes from the deepest of my dreams? Saying we who are the dancers Write the song Mine's a watercolor lifetime The changes run and blend Through the winning and the losing Starting all over again It's dancers change your partners Brother, sister, lover, friend I make up rhymes and reasons They're not much company Guess my heart beats to a vision No one else can seem to see My heart's a lonely drummer Marking time, leading me In the footsteps of creation And the dancing of the dream So I'm dancing through confusion Dancing at the dreaming in my soul Dancing Through the winning and the losing Singing we who are the dancers Write the song Step, 
What's to be the harmony? And who's the voice that echoes from the deepest of my dreams? Saying we who are the dancers write the song. Singing we who are the dancers write the song. How appropriate to uh, close with. You are one of the dancers that write the songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's we. You know, it, it's all the interactions. It's creation. God's creator. It's my favorite name, God. It's just creator. Not the creator, just creator. The artist at work. I can understand that, you know. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of judgment that goes into creation. I can tell you that from the writing songs and making jewelry. Fussing over stuff. Picky, my lord. But the whole object of all the judgment isn't to decide whether the creation is right or wrong. It's all focused on what will make this more beautiful. And that's the way I think of creator. You know? Sure, we're getting judged. But the point of it is, okay, now how do I get this creation to come out beautiful? <laughs> this isn't about rejecting or, you know, do I send it to heaven or hell? It's like, how do I get this thing finished? <laughs> <laughs> well, Alan, thank you so much for sharing your music with us. Happy to. You know, there's that passage in, in, the, in the writings that says, we have made music as a ladder unto the soul to ascend to the heavenly realms. We might as well be putting in as many rungs in our ladders as we possibly can. Well, I feel like you've risen me up into the heavenly realm today, so thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Couldn't do it without you. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that interview with Alan James, musician and a craftsman in jewelry work. You can find his work on his website, CosmicCountry.com. There's only one C shared between cosmic and country, so it's C-O-S-M-I-C-O-U-N-T-R-Y dot com. I finished the hour by playing additional music by Alan. You can find this interview and other interviews at www.abahaiperspective.com. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching for A Baha'i Perspective. For information specifically on the Baha'i faith, you can go to the website www.baha'i.org or you can call the toll-free number 1-800-22-UNITE. I hope you'll join me next time on A Baha'i Perspective.
Oh, the space burned every story, every star known as the sun. Number every planet being nine. And the third they say is a jewel with an opal for me. A turquoise and a diamond studded sky. My name is Johnny Angel and they tell me I was born in a black hole in the void between the stars. I ride a fiery jewel, she's the daughter of the sun. Star to star through heaven's doors. Star far, call me UFO. Sometimes even try to shoot me down. Star far, dancing in the sky. Come with me on the star for every bow. I've come in from the scorpion, there's a stinger in her tail. As black a hole in heaven as you find. But from there the stargates open into everywhere and when. Through every sun that rides on the Starfire, call me UFO. Sometimes even try to shoot me down. Starfire, dancing in the sky. Come with me on the starfire. This is WXOJLP Northampton, 103.3 FM, your Valley Free Radio Station, streaming at www.valleyfreeradio.org.